What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on wax. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted, and we are here to recap another Chicago Bulls victory, 120 to 119. Before we do that, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all the Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Also, if you are joining us live on Twitter or Facebook, head on over to the YouTube. We're live at the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube page. Subscribe to our channel, hop into the comment section, and let's talk about the Chicago Bulls victory. Goose, um, I'm sorry I missed the last couple days as I put out on um, social media. I I lost my mom over uh, right, you know, after Christmas. Um, so I'm trying to get getting back into the swing of things. And I, I tell you, man, if there's any uh, gifts from above that she might have sent me to feel better about what has happened, <laughs> she put the good juju in DeMar DeRozan's body. Two consecutive game winners, my man, as we <laughs> as we talk about this game. What is going on? I don't know. I was re-watching the shot um, as our intro was going there. And I just – like last night, last night was luck. Like – that one was kind of like, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tonight, tonight was planned. Tonight was skill. Tonight was killer. Tonight was dog. And the way he walked off the floor um, said it all. I mean, uh, I, I didn't get to catch most of this game. I came in at the fourth there, and I got to catch all the action. Um, from what I heard, Zach had a great first half, kind of cooled off in the second half. Yeah, that was basically how it went down, honestly. He started off, I think he had 15 points there in the first quarter. I mean, he was just, you know, balling out, doing Zach Levine things, and he came back down to earth. I mean, that's basically how that went down. He came back down to earth, and the team was – it was very surprising to me because, like, Kuzma, I've got um, I've got the stats pulled up. I have another screen now. So I have my, I have my stats screen over here, and then I have you over here. But Kyle Kuzma uh, – fucking bullied us all night and it was really frustrating and another guy that bullied us all night was somebody we were high on when he was here somebody that we've given well wishes uh, wish well wishes well wishes to and daniel gafford he missed one shot tonight man he went nine for ten in 20 minutes he had 19 points eight rebounds two blocks he was giving us hell and it was it was fucking annoying honestly i was getting really irritated um but kuzma and gafford and beal were doing good things that Every time the Bulls got within reach, they would just pull away, man. It was unreal. Yeah, no, I was watching Gaffer celebrate uh, after Kuzma's near game winner there at the end, and I was like, man, 
it sucks, you know, like I really like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> great. I mean, Troy Brown Jr.'s, you know, something that we wanted there. Um, but looking at the roster construction now and all these pieces you're able to find for this versatile wing depth, it's like, man, we, we really use Daniel Gafford. Right, uh, right, dude. It'd be nice to have somebody like that. You know, I, I honestly was really surprised tonight. They didn't try to put another like big body on him when it wasn't working with Vooch. And, and like maybe Jordan Bell, who's kind of an athletic guy that maybe can match that sort of energy that Gafford brings, but it just never happened. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to question Chris Fleming. I know that DeMar's bailed him out and uh, Kobe White too, or who we're going to get into in this show, DeMar, but DeMar's bailed him out last two nights, but Chris Fleming, has he lost a fucking game yet? I don't think he has. Well, the both won seven straight. He's undefeated. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the greatest head coach of all time, I think. I don't know what the fuck is going on. you got a team that gets ravished with COVID. You have G-leaguers on them, and you just you just don't lose. You don't lose to anybody. It's fucking No, yeah, last night you don't call a timeout. You trust Demar, you end up with the win. Tonight you do call a timeout. You trust Demar again, and you end up with the win. Like, no, I, I can't recall ever seeing back-to-back games, let alone, like, legitimate back-to-back, like we played last, you know, um wins where this this happens like insane i i I know i want to break down the game but i don't know how after that like i really i run into an issue where i can't like run through how we usually run through like quarter this happened here this happened here it's like this is two nights in a row of a game winner and the bulls just can't lose like i i dude i don't know like i you we all know i'm a big tattoo guy here i'm getting ready to go fucking tattoo like right here just you know champions this year just so everybody fucking sees it i i'm i'm blown away by just the star power the contributions everything from multiple different people but but zach's three Mm -hmm. um the back-to-back and one attempts from yep. Demar and Vooch with the putback off of Demar's missed free throw. Yep. Like in that last two minutes, you had everything from our three key guys, and it was—I don't know. I mean, I don't feel we should have been in that position last night or tonight to begin with. Right. So to to be able to talk about wins with excitement in the fashion that they ended is amazing. Um, but it does, in a way, kind of mask the fact that. We almost let both of these games slip when they should have been a lot more handily handled. I, I agree. I see. I love that you say that because I was thinking the same thing, and I'm just like, man, we should have been fucking them. Oh, this is ridiculous. We should have been killing them right now. And then I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't have Caruso. We've lost some size without Tony Bradley. You know, Javante Green, who's a high energy guy, didn't he was he didn't play tonight. Heaven so I'm like thinking cool. of like all these things. Then I'm going down the Twitter sphere and falling in the fucking rabbit hole. And I wasn't on Twitter for a couple of days. So like I came back at last night where I was like, you know, after I watched the game and DeMar's awesome, you know, game winning shot and everything. Then even today's game, I'm like swiping through and it's just like, Fuji's got to be better. He's got to be better. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, I'm starting to black. You're like, you know, when you hear something so much, you start to believe it almost. And I'm like, man, I was like, is he playing that bad right now? I, I watched him miss a couple of give me as I go and I look, this guy finishes nine for 15 from the field. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Three for seven from downtown. He has 22 points, 12 boards, an assist. He had that key block. Vooch gave us a great game tonight, man. I mean, everybody did for the most part, except um, Vooch has been better as a team too. So that's that's kind of bizarre to me. It's yeah, I don't like uh, people are stuck in the the early season trend of hating on this guy, and they just they can't be wrong or let it go um, because 
if you're getting 20 points a night from this guy and he's giving you 12 plus boards, like, what do you, what more do you want? I'm not really sure what else he could give you. Uh, no, like that, 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 Zach and DeMar need to shoot the ball. I, right. Like, I don't know. Right. And, and, and the wild thing to me is, is that, you know, I want to talk about this guy too. I want to talk about Kobe White. With these last two games that he's played, the Bulls don't win or get close to winning if he doesn't play like he has been. And I'm really hoping this consistent playing time that he's been having will translate over to the bench. I know it won't be as many minutes, obviously, but hopefully it translates over to the bench once Lonzo gets back because seven for 14 from the field, four for eight from downtown. He had 20 points and five assists tonight. He was doing Kobe White things. The best part of Kobe's game tonight, no turnovers. Well, in the game before that, he was like seven of eight from three-point land or something. Right crazy i think he only missed one um so no you have to hope that the confidence he's building in these extended minutes as a starter definitely carry over once he gets pushed back to the bench hi boo um (laughs) because no his confidence right now has kept this team kept damar with the ability to you know steal these two games for us because we're we're not in it and after last night's game damar gave full props to kobe and said without kobe white we're not in this game Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he's just so integral in these last two wins. And it's just I feel like it's so weird because I know we have people out and then you obviously you kind of lose Tyler Cook tonight to an ankle injury. It looks like I don't know when what's going on with him, when he'll be back, if that's even been released of what's going on with him. I just knew it was an ankle injury, you know, and you have guys like Lonzo and Caruso out. But I feel right now they're in this stride and like they've really hit one. Obviously, it's a seven game winning streak, you know. Once these guys start coming back and they start meshing together again, it's going to be like almost a halfway point through the season. Because what? It, so we played 34 games this year. 41 games is when is halfway through the season. So I think they're going to really fucking get on a roll here, dude. And God forbid any major injuries happen. Are pretty favorable. Yeah, I know. It's wild. We get the magic and then the Wizards again, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a real possibility for like 10 straight wins here. I mean, this is fucking crazy. You know, <laughs> I can't believe it. I love it. I do. I, I am worried a little bit about the bench, but then I, I it's kind of like a walking contradiction because I just said, well, once Kobe moves back there and once we get healthy, but I just hate that the bench only scored six points tonight. Um, you know, a lot of effort had to come from the starting five. Derek Jones Jr. obviously being inserted into the starting five, hit a couple big three pointers tonight. But, um, you know, I, obviously I just, I hate when that happens, but I just, due to the circumstances, um, you know, I could live with it, but the Wizards played us a real hard game tonight, and just I cannot. I don't think the Bulls had business winning that game, and no, it just, they definitely it, did not. I am just thrilled that I do not have to go to bed tonight knowing that I got Kuzma because oh that, that would not sit well with me. Like so you don't like him either. You don't like him either. <sighs> it's hard to say that you don't like somebody. I've never, I've never met him. I've never. Yeah, I don't like him. I never met him. I don't like him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just being honest. It's great. I'm glad you're trying to be rational, Goose. But no, nah, I just don't fucking like him. Nah, I don't like. It's like how I went off about Trey Young the other day. Uh, I think it was like maybe our last show we did uh, when we beat Atlanta. Um, I just Kuzma has that kind of swag and that face. I don't. I don't like it, Goose. I, I don't like it. I don't like the smugness. And you could tell that he played with LeBron James. The bitching and moaning, like, dude. Who are you to I mean like Zach is getting killed in the paint? Damar's getting hit by you know, uh, we'll say Denny average to appease our buddy CBE C Red Fred, but you know, um, 
I just I, I don't know, but I will say Kuzma has improved. I'll give him credit there. He he's a guy that can really be a difference maker on a team, and I think you saw I mean, a lot of that tonight. He improved, other than that big shot that he. I mean, I guess he led the Wizards in points, but they're saying thirty-two percent from three-point land on the season. Like, well, I'm not saying that. even I, taking that shot. I, I guess more so when I say improved, exploiting matchups. Look what he did tonight. I mean, he was really, you know, he really well, knew I mean, that the I'm, Bulls were smaller and he really took advantage of that. And that's why the Wizards were doing what they were doing. I mean, to, he was, to have Beal trust him the way that he did with that little shovel pass for that shot at the end there. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he's got to be taking advantage of the extra opportunities that he wasn't getting playing with LeBron. Um, which more power to him, but man, I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm just glad I don't have to try to sleep knowing that that happened because that wouldn't have gone very well. Because yeah. like, like, like you said, I, I don't, I don't know what it is about Kuzma. Maybe it is just as simple as his face and his, his arrogance and his <laughs> way he carries himself. Um, nah, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like, I don't, I don't like that guy. Uh, it, <laughs> but hey, I, I'm just I'm glad we're talking about a winner, especially after being gone for a couple of days and getting to come back and doing something that I really love to do with, along with you, you know, beside me here and, and talking about like just two crazy game winners. Now, I want I just kind of want to break down the game winners. I know we talked about a little bit about it, but like if you had to pick one to rewatch like on a loop, what one are you picking? Oh, that's a trick question. Uh, I know, is it tough? Like, I just, I just popped into my mind. I figured I'd ask the question, you know? Because there's there's so much to, like, incorporate. Like, the first one from last night, you have Zach Levine to watch. His reaction as DeMar's, like, dribbling out the clock, not passing it, chucks up this Hail Mary. You see Zach, like, untuck his jersey, kind of get ready to take that shitty walk back to the locker room. Yeah. And then it goes in in and Zach's (laughs) arms go up. And the, the emotions that you get to watch Zach go through in that last three, four, five seconds there is entertaining <laughs> in itself. Yeah. But from a pure basketball standpoint, I have to say tonight's pump fake in the corner. One guy goes by, another guy comes up in your face. Looked like you could have even got a foul call. Got the whole hitch herky-jerky like, oh, my God, I barely got this off. Yeah. And buckets. Um. And so, so You're tonight, a hard time choosing. The, the, the one I want to watch over and over again is probably tonight. Last okay. night's was an oh shit moment, and it turned out good. Yeah, I, I, I want, I think I'm going to say the first one. I mean, they're both great, but I'm going to say the first one, not just to be different than you, is just like Lonzo Ball's reaction on Instagram. I don't know if you saw that, where he's like, Debo, you know, you didn't know how much time was on the clock. Damar had no not. fucking idea. He I had did no fucking clue. Yeah, you have to go back and watch this. I'll send okay. it to you. I'll send it to you. Um, but he fucking goes, Debo, you did not know how much time was on the clock. And it's just so funny. It's like a horse shot, dude. It was like, yeah, I'm going to dribble up. You got your defender on you, right? I'm just going to, you know. Opposite slower. leg. <laughs> yeah, opposite leg. little fucking, I'm going to let it go from three-point line just to win the game. Yeah, that's what that's one you got to hit to win in horse. That, that's why I like that one so much. I was just like, holy shit. No, I, like, mean, I mean, they're both great. that added context. That, that's hilarious because that's what any fan who actually understands the game of basketball is thinking as you're watching this unfold is like, he does not know how much time is on the clock. That's what I thought when I was watching him. I'm like, dude, DeMar, look at the fucking clock. Cause he, oh, yeah. like, he what are you doing? zoned in. What are you doing? You're, you're not inside the three point line. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's less than three seconds. What are you, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I think we have learned to never question DeMarvelous DeRozan again. And I, I'm not going to. 
I will never question a shot, uh, a shot take. I will not, you know, question a foul. This guy is winning fucking games for the Chicago Bulls. And when doing it on back-to-back nights like this is pretty fucking amazing. Um, we got Sean in the comments. What's DeMar shooting now? DeMar is shooting 49% from the field and a career high 36% from downtown. The worst offseason signing of, uh, you know, 2021. Who the hell wants this guy on their basketball team? And he can't shoot threes. He can only hit the mid-range. Um, so, yeah, that is what Unless DeMar is. for the game, then yeah. count it. <laughs> Unfucking believable man. This is just awesome. It's a great win to talk about. Um, moving into t- Monday's game, I'm sorry. So, on the third, the Bulls will take on the 7-29 and 29 Orlando Magic. Um, Lonzo Ball and Alfonso McKinney are out of the NBA health and safety protocols. Um, they did not travel with the, they were going to be, they were out today, but they did not travel with the team to Indy or to Washington due to conditioning reasons to kind of get them back into shape to, you know, uh, get them ready to play again. So they should be both good to go on Monday. I have not heard or seen anything on Caruso. I'm going to have to ask our buddy, Joe Collie, if he's heard anything on Caruso or not, because I have not seen anything on him. Again, I have not really been, on the internet a ton lately, um, but I, I've been able to keep up with some things, but I have not seen anything about Caruso. But it'll be nice to have, you know, um, you know, Lonzo Ball and Alfonso McKinney back. McKinney gives you some size and a cool story too. So, but Orlando, man, they they are not they're not good. They're young with a ton of promise uh, potential. Uh, it seems like Wendell Carter Jr. That's been his kind of narrative of his career on teams with that are young and with a ton of potential. But I've watched some Magic basketball and it's pretty fucking dreadful. Their leading scorer scores fifteen point eight points per game, and that's Franz Wagner. So, 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 so the, the guy that's leading their team in scoring is the guy that they they drafted with our pick. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and then the guy leading the rebounds is the guy that the, we drafted. Except, yeah, and yep. then. Yeah, and then and then the guy leading their assists is also the guy we uh, is Franz Franz Wagner again. <laughs> he has two point seven assists because Cole Anthony's out. Obviously, Markel Fultz he's not played since the ACL tear. Mo Bamba will probably be out, and so will Robin Lopez. So uh, Orlando is Rolo's there. I didn't. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Rolo's there, dude. Oh my god! So I was watching uh, Orlando against Milwaukee the other day. Um, and Rolo had his hair tied up, right? He's got like this new kind of do thing he's got going on, like a little headband thing, and it's tied up. That dude's neck, it looked like two lane expressway on the back of like the hair going down to his back. I was like, oh my God. Like, I know I'm a hairy guy. I got a huge ass beard and long ass hair, but at least I keep my neck trimmed up. Like, holy shit, Rolo, get your shit together. Cause, oh, I just, he looks like he smells to me. I'm not, I'm sorry. I have a lot of a lot of aggression I need to get out, and I'm just making fun of people, and that's wrong, and I shouldn't do that. But I'm he does look like he smells to me though. Also, I want to throw this out there for the magic game too. Our friend, uh, our Taurus fan club, aka Ross, is uh giving away two free tickets to that game if you go over to his Twitter at um our Taurus fan club and retweet his post. You know, he's always been good to us over here, retweeting our shows and sharing, coming on and joining us and stuff. So go check that out if you want to win two tickets to the Bulls magic game. Just go over to his Twitter and retweet his post. And uh you it's could possibly it's replenished. I could I could I could call out for that. Oh shit, man. Well if you <laughs> if you do that, let me know. I'm coming, I'm coming with. I I am coming with my next the next game I'm gonna be at is next Friday. And I'm not a heart, entirely sure who we play. I, I kind of forget. 
I'm going to have to look now because I'm fucking curious on who we're playing. Uh, Friday, we play – oh, we play Washington again on Friday. Dang. we got a pretty nice break in between Monday and Friday there, though. Yeah, yeah we do, yeah, because we're going to play – well, I mean, dude, man, they played a lot. I mean, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Um, well, today's Saturday. Then they're off so Sunday. Are trying to throw one of these makeup games at us in between there since we have so many days off? I have read a – I read an article about the games that – have been postponed about extending the NBA season two weeks just to like fit those games in there. Um, I'm not like opposed to that. Um, I do think it's kind of stupid though, when you have dead time as in like, you know, you have this Monday to Friday jump, you know, if the bulls are going to be playing in Orlando on, uh, on Monday, you know, why, why can't the bulls just go play on Wednesday in Detroit and make up one of those games that we missed? You know, I don't see why we couldn't do that, you know. And then Toronto, I mean, you'd have to look at the Toronto thing too because we're – or no, Detroit would have to come here, so I have to look at their schedule. But Toronto, we'd be in Toronto. Oh, man, that's kind of a pain. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. But four days without Bulls basketball is going to be a fucking drag. But hopefully they leave us with an eight-game winning streak. That'd be pretty fucking sweet, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's set up on a tee with the Magic in town. Uh, for a call, the, the game with the Magic was a lot closer than it should have been the last time. Wendell was giving us the business. So um, hopefully we can limit that and re- refrain from opening old wounds and hearing all the shooting get rid of Wendell. Um, Fruit yeah. sucks as he shoots nine for 15 from the field. Should never trade it for that son of a bitch. Yeah, screw yeah. all stars. They're overrated. Yeah, I mean, you know. You, you, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I, I can't believe people say dumb shit like that. Like, he, the guy, like, literally shot, what was nine for 15? Nine for 18 would be 50%. So this guy shot, like, fucking 65% from field tonight. And we're That's mad. <laughs> like, we're fucking mad. Like, I don't. Why? It just it speaks to how spoiled we are as Bulls fans because of what most of us got to grow up during or, you know, kind of catch the, the heart of there with the, the Bulls dynasty. And it's just like we're, we're first place in the East. We have three three all-stars on our roster, just greatness all around in terms of, like, roster fit. And we're just killing this guy all day because he's not putting up 25 and 15 every night like he did when he was on the magic when he, when was, he was the guy only all-star right uh, but but finding a way to you know yeah uh. it's like it's like okay like you said we have we have three all-stars essentially three all-stars you've got two guys that you know are making the all nba defensive team you have two guys that are making all nba teams it's never enough <laughs> it's it's never enough oh you're not you're not averaging 2k numbers you fucking blow bro you're terrible you know, like it's un, it's unreal, but I think that people need to recognize and be grateful for Nikola Vucevic because he's been very good, and I'm very glad he's the Chicago Bulls center. Well, no, I mean, and his shooting is the very, like, it's great. When it's on, we're unbeatable. But all the little things, like, we don't have a screener in the, the general realm of as good of a screener as Vuce is. That opens up and facilitates all of our offense without him even having to touch the ball. Right. Like, it just just every little thing that he does that doesn't show up in a box score makes him an all-star and an all-star caliber player. And it, it makes the fit of everything else that we have so great that just going at this guy nightly when he has an off shooting night just, just seems it seems wrong. It is wrong. It doesn't seem wrong. It is wrong. <laughs> it's funny too, because 
it wasn't even an off shooting night. Poor Vooch. You know, but Vooch, we rock with you over here at Bulls on Tap. We think that you're the best. So, you know, we got no problems. But I, I ain't got much else, man. I'm just super fucking stoked on DeMar DeRozan. Loving this signing. Loving what he's brought to the Chicago Bulls and the excitement around this team. The way that they have played every game. 24 and 10, Goose. 24 and 10. First place in the Eastern Conference. The Chicago Bulls are in first place in the Eastern Conference. Billy Donovan will be the coach of the year. You have two legitimate fucking MVP candidates. MVP candidates. Two of them on this well, team. No, I mean, I feel like the last show we did around the Atlanta game, we were talking about how DeMar had fallen out of the top 10. There ain't no way he's out of the top 10 right now. He's. Cl- I don't even understand how he did. I wrote that article over at ontapsports.com about the clutch, the fucking clutch stats. And he's like number one and number two with Zach. And he's out of the why. Why is he out? It shows you how valuable he is. And I know they made a huge change to this roster, but holy fuck, look what he's done. Look, dude, this is a first place well, team that was like the oh, reason why it's impressive, though, because right? this is the first half of the season. This isn't the second half where this team built chemistry, found a stride. Like they had zero chemistry coming into this. They're playing through injuries, and I get the the rest of the league is ravished right now, too, with COVID, but to have a completely turned over roster that is competing and playing to the the level that they're playing this early in the season is miraculous. Like, Javante Green is our starting power forward. And as I was about to say, I was about to say that, Javante, I was telling my dad this earlier. I'm like, the Celtics paid us to take this fucking guy, and he comes here. As a end of the bench, you sign him in 2K and you put him at the end just to fill out your fucking roster. You come here, that's what you're thinking. You get you you, you have some injuries. You put him in a spot where you can trust him because of his high motor and, and, and his defense. And he and he excels to the max. Where like I was so sad that he wasn't playing tonight. <laughs> I could hear it in your voice. I was. I was like, oh no. I'm like shit. But I love DJJ. But I'm like, no, Javante, not you, not again. And look, I mean, look at this. It's fucking insane, dude. Like our tour, executive of the year, our tour is Karnaschovas. GM of the year, Mark Eversley. Coach of the year, Billy Donovan. If they don't win in Best that order. Of the year, Benny the Bull. <laughs> yeah, well, he should always be. And it's bring a home the trophy. That's, that's, that's really all that's left here. It'd be a fucking travesty if he wasn't to. I'd be pissed off. But I, I'm telling you now, like, this team is legitimately doing things I have not seen done in the NBA unless you like I'm a superstar. Superstars went and teamed up. I'm serious. I I, I have not. I've never seen this before. No, it's this fucking is just nuts. A team full of guys with chips on their shoulders and a lot to prove, and they're proving it together. And they 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 told us that they were going to do it, and he still had people go, "Nah, those guys are crazy. They don't fit together." Demar Derozan and Zach Levine, they're the same player. You can't have them on yeah, the one, one, one just shoots threes and the other one doesn't. You know, it's fucking. <laughs> well, nope, you were wrong. <laughs> you were all fucking wrong. DeMar DeRozan doesn't just shoot threes, he shoots game winning threes. Oh, man, dude. Back to back games. I, yeah, I see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing fucking 2K all night now, dude. I'm just going to sit no, down no, here. See, but that's how messed up. You can't even do that in 2K. Not even no, if you, you tried. Like, no, if you, you quit the game and, like, made sure, or even if you could set it up, to like have the last shot back to back games with a chance to win it. You couldn't make both of them. You couldn't no. fucking do it. And this guy did it in real life and walked off the court like a gangster, like, what? This is this is average. You ain't no, seen I... this before? Oh my God. We we've been on a high 
talking about this and how we've never seen this before. And Aaron's chaotic gaming is in the chat right now. This is what he has to put. I've just come back from a little bit of a break and I have to hear about fucking Matt Thomas again. Okay. Matt, Matt Thomas. I mean, royally pissed me off tonight. Fucking royally twice pissed me off. Actually three times after he well, was too it wide must, open. He must've pissed Fleming off too. Cause I didn't see him in the fourth. No, he didn't come back. You know why? Cause he's at, he was ass. And yeah. And you know, like Fleming, that was the one thing I will bitch at him about. Put in fucking Big Daddy Mac. Oh, I don't want to see Matt Thomas play again. I don't. I don't want. I don't care that he was plus. Well, no, we, we didn't even get to cover that. Well, our boy Mac got his first NBA points in a Bulls jersey. I know, and it was Can't a very, very that. nice jump forever, shot. Forever written in stone. Yeah, jump shot at the free throw line against Atlanta. Uh, right? Yeah, against Atlanta. That was fucking. Yeah, yeah. After the behind the back pass turnover on the first time. He touched the ball. <laughs> It just slipped, bro. It just slipped. He didn't mean that. He was just trying to make sure the there's, fucking there's, defense was on their toes. His players on the floor. It's okay. It didn't count. Yeah, it didn't count. It didn't count. But, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to see Matt Thomas anymore. I, I don't think I would even trade him for a box of Oreos. Just put him in the fucking G League and, and call it a day. I'm, I'm good on Matt Thomas. Might be a nice guy, but I don't want to see him miss wide open shots anymore because it, it or get cooked on defense. It just really irritates the shit out of me. But I ain't got nothing else, man. Uh, we 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 had a great show talking about Demar Derozan winning the Bulls a game again, and Kobe White and Zach Levine. Ever all you know the Bulls and friends, Demar and friends, Zach and friends, whatever you want to call it, having a huge fucking game and winning the Bulls seventh in a row, which is their longest winning streak since the Michael Jordan era. No, I mean, I think we did have seven with Fred Hoiberg, with Chris Dunn and Lowry Markkinen in that first tank season because we were trying to lose. Then we had seven in a row and like. Oh, did we? I thought that was a. I thought it was five, but you might be right. No, it was seven in a row and ten out of eleven, and then we. we Is that where we had Nikola Mirotic too? Yeah, that was. Yeah, okay, that yeah, was, you're right. Okay. Nico coming back from getting punched in the face and him and Bobby <laughs> like destroying teams and putting up twenty points a game. Playing on the backup unit, Olari is putting up twenty points a game, and Chris Dunn actually looked like, you know, potential like starting point guard for a team. Kind of thing. yeah, there was, was weird times, but we won seven in a row. What what happened to him, bro? I don't know. He went to he was with Atlanta last year. He oh, had I know he, was he got he got hurt or whatever. And I I I mean, is he still hurt? See, now I'm googling because I mean, I'm. They got guys who bag groceries playing in the league right now. So Chris has got to be somewhere, right? No, he's not. No? Uh-uh. He's not even on a fucking team, dude. He's a free agent. Okay. That's wild that Chris Dunn doesn't have a job in the NBA. Yeah. I'm serious. He's 20, He's 26 years old, former lottery pick, and he's completely out of the league. I mean, and he's had multiple, like, 16 assist games, stellar defender. That's what I'm saying. For defense alone. For defense alone, I you with, think he'd fucking... half the league out with COVID, Chris Dunn still doesn't have a job. That's baffling. I, I'm shocked by that. I'm not fucking with you. I'm, I'm like that t- took me back a little bit. I am, I'm shocked that he does not have a job in the league. That's, he's got to still be hurt or something that I'm not seeing. No, yeah, there's got to be an injury that's keeping him from getting signed, or maybe just the injury history in general. Maybe oh, he's just saying fuck it. Maybe because I there's an article that was written here. By a blog, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna plug this blog, but if anybody wants to go look at, it, it's called King James Gospel. Get the fuck out of here! But they're look. Is that real? <laughs> like, 
He isn't playing Cleveland anymore. It's a Cavalier article anyway, and it says the Cavs should keep shopping, though they traded for Rajon Rondo. Chris Dunn is worth a look. So it's an article about Dunn maybe possibly getting some time with uh, with the Cavs there. But, yeah, that's absolutely wild. Yeah, that's that's absolutely wild. But, all right, well, I have nothing else because we just went, I feel bad for Chris Dunn now. That's – huh. <laughs> I do. I feel bad for him. Wow. Oh, man, we were ending on such a high note that it got down because of Chris Dunn. I just got to remember Bobby punching Nicole in the face and then I laugh again and everything comes back to normal in my, in my world. So, all right, we'll take that. But you got anything else before we leave, man? No, let's keep the streak going and uh, not let Wendell get the best of us. Absolutely. The Bulls will play again. That is on Monday at seven o'clock at the United center against Orlando. Be sure to be sure, be sure to tune into the post game after the Bulls, hopefully win their eighth straight game. Be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. We'll be back Monday after the Bulls play the Orlando Magic. Let's go Bulls.